0: Hi I'm Jo from JH Leather and in this episode of the podcast we are going to be talking about YouTube controversy, finally using the pass-through slot on my Glowforge and a manic month of filming. Okay so one of the things that I want to talk about is the youtube shorts controversy that i have seemingly made for myself so if you have seen any of the youtube shops they are all named made in 60 seconds and then the name of whatever it is i'm making so for example made in 60 seconds handmade leather belt and so the idea of YouTube shots is that they are a short sixty-second video. And so I have been using these as sort of highlight reels for sort of stuff that I have made in the past, as well as sort of stuff that I am making in the workshop. And they're basically a sixty-second snapshot highlight reel of making said thing and so through the naming choice of my youtube shorts i have created a very controversial thing for the channel and i get so many people commenting that isn't made in 60 seconds how can you make that in 60 seconds that's a lie that's not made in 60 seconds and sort of varying comments similar to that and i just don't understand why people are so angry at that it's a highlight of something being made in 60 seconds and not something actually being made in 60 seconds because so the way youtube works a lot of it is clickbait and i know they are quite clickbaity titles but i don't understand how it's caused so many people to be like it up in arms about it yeah because you get oh so many video like so many of the shorts have got comments on it and they happen usually not too long after they've been released i'll get quite a few coming then and yeah it's and it's different people all the time it's not like one person just trolling me or anything like that loads of different people are like that's not made in 60 seconds why are you tricking us you know uh it's just like okay well are you aware of youtube (laughs) and that's sort of what an awful lot of things are on youtube clickbait however I'd like to think that mine is nice clickbait and it's a nice video and you know it is a highlight it is whatever it is done in a 60 second video rather than oh my god look at this what happened next sort of thing it's not like that bad Anyway, that is the controversy that I have managed to create for myself and I'm going to keep calling them that because it's it's annoying but it does make me laugh how angry some people can get about the naming of a video. So (laughs) if you're watching haters, I'm still gonna do it. (laughs) But yeah, another thing about the shorts, so if we're going to take aside the commenting situation, so they don't actually make me money at all really. So the one, I've got one video that done crazy well it went a bit bonkers it's now sitting um three and a half million views and it's the most viewed video by far out of all of the videos that I have on YouTube and it has made me a grand total of about six pound fifty <laughs> which is fine you know it's one of those I've made the video or the shorts from a video that I already have and it does get the views. so it gets people coming to the channel and then hopefully staying because what they do do or whilst they don't make any money they do get me subscribers which is great so um yeah so that video the belt video which has got 3.5 million views since I think the middle at the end of December has got me over six thousand subscribers and it's the case for a lot of the other shorts when I go through and actually see the analytics behind them a lot of them they do have quite a, a sort of high sort of subscriber rate for that video which is really good obviously I mean it does vary so some of them although they might have a lot of views don't have you know as many subscribers but it all counts you know and you know through doing the YouTube shorts, I'm obviously getting more people to the channel to view the content and hopefully subscribe and stick around for more videos and it's also helping to boost the overall subscriber count and now i do try not to be too in with the numbers and stuff like that because you can drive yourself crazy on that and i am aware that whilst the views and the subscribers gained from the youtube shorts i am doing aren't really helping me in terms of views for my longer videos like the tutorials and tool time videos and stuff for example but hopefully you know over time they might come over and then start watching some of the other videos and they'll get more views and it'll sort of snowball a bit from there so that's what I'm hoping is gonna happen but it's one of those things you know I'm not like I said I'm not too hot up in the numbers about it all it is what it is and however it does mean that we are as I'm filming this I'm a few hundred off from hitting 90,000 subscribers which is so exciting because we're so close to that 100,000 goal I set myself like six years ago when I started the channel and I jokingly said to Tim, that's the goal that I'm going to hit. And yeah, so I think, you know, I spoke about it, I think, in the first podcast. To be sort of, you know, within striking distance of that. And I'm thinking you know, at the rate that the channel was growing at the moment. It should probably be two and a half months, I reckon, and then we'll hit that goal. So I'm going to have to start planning what I'm going to do to celebrate. I have said to Tim, when we're up in Scotland, maybe we should buy like a shot of whiskey because I don't actually drink. I don't like the taste of alcohol. However, I think it might be quite fun to to maybe do a shot I don't know I haven't decided yet but I think that'll be quite interesting (laughs) as a way to celebrate so yeah so I know I'll have to do some sort of like celebration video and we'll hopefully I'll do it like a live stream and stuff like that and uh, get some good uh, sort of like a a community video type thing for you all way you know if you want to participate you can do I'll have to come up with something maybe we could do like a group make-along or something yeah but that might be quite a good idea actually to be fair i could find like make a pattern and release it for free and then if you want to make it along live with me we can do that might be a good one actually to be fair i'll get thinking but yeah so that is sort of the youtube roundup for today's video And we're going to talk about so what I have actually been doing this month and that is manically creating and editing videos because Tim and I are going away as I'm recording this tomorrow <laughs> and we're going away for two and a half weeks. So we're heading up to Scotland, back to our boat and hopefully the weather will be nice and we're going to go and do a bit of sailing and Skylar is coming with us. And so if you are interested in following that, I do have another channel called Hi, I'm Joe, and I will link that in the description. So if you want to follow us as we head up to scotland and what we do and what we get up to up there that will be the channel to go and see it on but i will try and post some sort of post some posts i think that's what they're called on youtube they're just posts aren't they Uh, But i'll try and post some photos and stuff and if you're on the discord channel as well i will be posting in there as well so you can see what we get up to and that sort of thing However, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about what I have been doing this month. And that is, like I said, creating an awful lot of videos. So I've got it written down here. This month, I have filmed seven videos. And as we are recording this, I've edited six of them and created one no, two shorts as well. And then I'm mostly recording this podcast. And then this has got to be edited and uploaded today as well before we go. So yeah, it's been a pretty manic month on the filming front, but it's been really enjoyable for me to create those videos. And I think hopefully you've enjoyed them. So not all the videos that I have filmed are going to be coming out this month, but they are going to be coming out within the next few weeks. So two more are going to be coming out after this obviously whilst we're away and then hopefully i'm going to film one more when i get home and that will round up the june videos and then we're going to be into july and it's just crazy isn't it how fast this month is going and i've got one video filmed that i've already scheduled in for the middle of July which is I think the most forwardly planned video I have ever done but that's good to get that done and it's been good you know whilst the, it has been quiet I purposefully didn't book in any one-to-one workshops this month because I knew we were going away and then when we get back we're going away not too long after as well but yeah so I was like I was gonna take the whole month and just plan out as many videos as I can and then film them all and get as many of the of them edited and scheduled in, ready for release whilst we're away so I don't have to try and remember to do it. Because I'm not very good at remembering to release the video. So with the more scheduled in, I don't need to do that. Um, but yeah. So the first video of the month was the grab bag. Now I really enjoyed making that and I think you know it's done all right analytics wise. It hasn't really sold as many patterns as I thought it would. I'm thinking maybe because it is a bit of a more advanced tutorial in that you know, I'm using the Bell Skyver for it and I don't know, maybe it's not the sort of thing that people want to make, but that's fine. You know, the video's done, it's out there, the patterns are available. So, as and when people do want to make it, they can do. And then, yeah, I've got two other make alongs filmed as well. One of them, being lacing. So it's something that um I have been meaning to do for a while. So years ago I did a three-part video on bridal making and I never got around to doing the part four which was the laced reins. And so I have it is a laced dog collar, but it's the same techniques as you would use if you were making a set of reins. And That was really nice to make. I haven't done lacing in so long and I forgot just how messy you get because you want the laces, you don't want them to be Dry because then they're really hard to actually do the actual lacing with. So oh my goodness, I got stain everywhere and all over my hands and everything. But yeah, so that was actually really nice to do. Yeah, they come out really well. And so hopefully you will like the video when that comes out. That's going to be June's make along video. And then other than that, I've done a few sort of other videos, and I've got loads of other videos. That was really, (laughs) really descriptive there. I have got a lot of other plans in the pipeline as well for what videos I want to do when I next get a chance to film. Because like I said earlier, we are going away. So we're going away for two and a half weeks. And then when we get back, we're actually only back for 25 days in total, including weekends. And then we're going away again, back up to Scotland on the boat. And in the time that I'm back, I've got, of the 25 days, so far I've got 10 days fully booked and confirmed for workshops, which is great. And then I might have another... Three day course booking in as well. So, yeah, of the 25 days that I am back, potentially 13 of them are going to be workshops, which is going to be great because I love doing the workshop. However, that was why or part of the reason I did so much forward filming because I know I'm not going to get time when I get back to do that. So, yeah, <laughs> it should be good though. I'm really looking forward to the workshops. I've got a range of sort of people coming, different sort of levels. So, it's going to be really nice. To actually get into that, but yeah, and so obviously I will report back how they go in the next episode of the podcast, and you will be able to follow along. If you are following me on Instagram, I will post sort of pictures and posts on there. I know I'm not very good at Instagram, but I do whenever I have a workshop in, I do post photos from that of the students working and of what they have made and accomplished when they are in the workshop. Because it's really nice for them to see and for other people who are potentially thinking about come in and doing a workshop can see okay well that student's you know made that that's you know something I might want to learn so yeah so I think manic is probably the keyword for me from this month and probably for next month when we get back as well so I am looking forward to having a bit of a break because I've not been not really had a break this year so yeah so that should be good but relaxing uh hopefully the weather will be nice for us because I'm still pretty new when it comes to sailing which is what we're going to be doing up in Scotland and Skylar's really new to it as well so Skylar has had two trips on a boat and i've had three so <laughs> we're very green but tim knows what he's doing but yeah no looking forward to that i do love going up to scotland oh it's such a magical place especially by boat so and yeah. so other things that have been going on in the workshop i have finally used the pass through slot on my Glowforge Pro laser printer that I have in the workshop. Now this took a bit of getting used to and I'm thinking when I get a chance when I get back or maybe in August when I'm back from the other trip uh, I think I'm going to do a proper video on that because I had quite a lot of issues to start with and then I had to do loads or quite a bit of sort of research online as to what I was doing wrong to try and get to work so I ended up wasting most of a sheet of a critic, which was very annoying however I have now got it dialed in and so yeah so basically so Glowforge if you sort of are aware of them they have their own proof grade materials which is coated in a like a paper masking which is great because you don't have to apply it and because it's paper it's non-shiny so for that i think it would have worked better if i was using that but i wasn't so i was using a different brand of acrylic from the glowforge proof grade ones and these ones have a plastic film so it's quite shiny and so some of the issues that i was having with the pass-through slot were that it just wasn't aligning up like at all <laughs> like so basically what it does once you've done your first cut you then can move it it will then well so when you do the first cut it will then take loads of photos you can then move your material forwards and then with the photos that it took previously it's going to then try and align up the second part of your cut to your first one now, with the material that I was using, because it was so reflective and there wasn't much contrast at all because it was a white plastic film, it, the camera, I don't think, and the software couldn't actually see where the cuts then were. And I tried manually aligning it as well and it was just not happening at all. They were so off. And it was just a nightmare. And I just spent the day just getting more and more stressed about it as I wasted more and more material trying to get into it. But eventually, through persistence, and the guides uh, I found online on forums and stuff like that, I've sort of managed to actually make it work. And so, like I said, I think I am going to do a full video on this because I think it is something that will actually help a lot of people in terms of using that feature on their Glowforge. Obviously, it's not for everyone because not everyone has a Glowforge. But for, you know, you know, there's going to be like a section of people that I think this video is actually going to really help. And I think if I could find one for me that would have been really helpful because I couldn't I didn't really find a full video on you know this is what you need to do to get good pass through prints it was actually on the Glowforge forums and they're actually really handy so if you you know you do have an issue with the Glowforge, looking at the forums is a really good place to go and through looking at loads of different posts i managed to correlate all the information that i needed to actually do it again and actually work and so to not waste materials or any more materials i actually used cardboard from Box that my replacement materials came in, so you know, because obviously, I mean, it's cut, there's not much else I can do with that, but I can use handily the settings within the Glowforge. They do have a corrugated cardboard setting, so I didn't need to go and find out what those settings were. And I actually did my tests on that to get it working with. So, using the cardboard because it's a non reflective, darker material, there was more contrast in the material, it actually lined up perfectly first time. So, after that, what I did was I actually taped with some parcel tape that I've been using for masking for my leather and stuff like that that I have been doing myself. I used that on it and put that in and it worked brilliantly. I was so happy when it finally worked and so yes I got those two orders printed and I was making hound collar templates. If you saw my stories on Instagram you would have seen that I was making them and they should now be with their respective owners and hopefully they're going to get a nice good lot of use out of them and it is something that i'm going to look at sort of releasing a little way down the line when i'm back from scotland and i can have time to actually sit down and what i'm going to do is create two different versions in terms of like a jh leather these are the standard sizes that i have found and from looking through past orders you know that get ordered and sort of correlate a medium large small that sort of thing one and then i'm also going to have a like a custom service one. So you can choose the width of it, the width so like the width of the main collar, the width of the point and buckle straps, the length of them, the overall length of the collar, you know, how many holes you want, how far apart you want the holes. So that those of you who have their own standards for making their pound collars, but would like a bit of extra help in having a template for them. You can get exactly what you want. That's what I'm planning with that. I will also finally get myself sorted enough so that I can create or transfer my bifold wallet with the coin pocket into an acrylic template because that's the one that I want to do. Because you know, that's so sort of very. because you don't have to put the coin pocket in it if you don't want to. That's the plan when we're back, probably in August for the. Those ones because there's no point in releasing an acrylic template and then going on holiday and not being able to fulfill the orders so yeah so that's what we're going to be looking at for, from August onwards getting at least those two acrylic templates out and then hopefully I will also come up with some other ideas as to what we can make with the machine and get that out as well as well as working on more of the make-along videos because I really they're, they're the ones I really enjoy doing but yeah so we've also got so, you know some other things coming up so I've got some tool times that I'm looking forward to making however it's one of those I'm waiting on stock to come back in from certain suppliers before I can do those uh, so yes yeah, so I'm gonna have yeah hopefully a nice lot of videos coming at you sort of from August onwards So that is where we're going to leave the podcast for this month. So thank you very much for listening. If you are interested in any of the things that I've spoken about in the podcast, there will be links in the description below for you to go and check out. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed listening to the podcast and I hope you have a happy month crafting and I will catch you in the next episode.